Hey guys, hey guys. and uh, happy Friday. Welcome back to episode 45 of the Level Up Podcast with, with Jane and Performance. I'm Michelle. I'm the J. <laughs> She's the M. <laughs> it's J for that's this last name. Do it. I know, that's fine. I like that. Yeah. I'm I'm Michelle and this is Phil. Right. He's the J, I am the M. Um actually it's both of our last names. Now that I think about it, why did I think that it stood for Michelle? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You thought it was Tacoma and Michelle? Well, no, just like briefly in my head, briefly. Um, Happy Friday, everybody. We made it through another week. Um, Today's topic is going to be on all about muscle building, building. which I know in a lot of different contexts we've covered throughout different podcasts, um, but it's definitely more specific to the subject. And I know it's something everybody wants to hear about because that's like... It really should be everybody's goal in some context, like in some way, um, with different, like you know, relativity. We're not talking like muscle building, like bodybuilders. We'll, we'll, we will hit on that. Yeah, but like muscle building for different, um, different levels. We'll go through different tiers. Sports also. Yes, it's important to build it for sports and have actually good examples and just functionality, which is really, really important too. So we'll we'll dive into all of that. So it's going to be a really good topic for a Friday. I mean, there's never a bad topic, Michelle. No, there Thank isn't. You. You're right. You're right. I was waiting well, for you to listen, say every we, topic's good. We every topic is good. Right. We handpick them, and they're not like I'm like reading off a list and just guessing them, and then like, oh wow, this is a really good topic. Like, right. of course, I'm biased. We pick them. Yeah. So I like all of them, but I think we've done pretty well on hitting across like the board. Everybody's said like hitting stuff that's relevant, like relevant to everybody. Like I try to come up with topic ideas, and then you do too. That like are things we'd want to listen to. I know you. I know you don't listen to podcasts other than ours, but I actually do. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a new development. Talk about the ones ideal. Okay, okay. I don't need to hear about it, but I'm just saying like that's. No, I always try to go by things I would listen to. I go by like I hope people listen to our podcast because a they like us, but b also it's informing. It's informational, informative, informative yes, is the informative. word. Because like the stuff I listen to, like I love fitness, and I, but I don't need to listen to fitness podcasts for me. No, uh, you know I do enough research like on my own ones. and enough talking about it. Yeah, you know with Michelle and other colleagues that we deal with and people we talk about all day. So my stuff, I do something that I don't know a lot about. Yeah, but or that, I know that's a lot I mean. about, but it so. brushes us up. So hopefully from this, you're taking maybe you know. 30% of what we're talking about and now. And sometimes it's a end, reinforcement, right? Right. It's yeah. 60% or 100% or it's just reiterating things that you've known in the past that you don't really that's exactly, think about. That's exactly what I meant. Right. I mean, I do listen to a lot of different health and fitness podcasts. And, and it's not just, I mean, there's always, listen, in this field, there's always something that you don't know. And right. there's a lot Absolutely. I don't know. And there's a lot like changing and growing. And sometimes Agreed. it's good to just hear other people's opinion on things. Like I can pretty objectively listen to someone else's podcast and be like, my opinion is different than theirs on whatever topic it is. And, like, I don't agree with this, this, and this. But you still grab, like, tidbits of information. Right. And then you gain perspective of, like, how they're thinking. It, like, how someone, a big corner of this industry, views X, Y, and Z, even though right. you view it differently. So, I do but listen to... you're good to- that way with... Ev- like, I am, too. I'm good that way with everything. Like, if I don't agree with you on something... I'll listen to what you said. Maybe you have a good point about it. And a lot of these people. But that's like the difference between someone who's educated. Absolutely. No, I know. <laughs> and someone and someone who's mature, Ignorant. I guess. Yes. And then the people who refuse to hear any opinion that's different than theirs. And that right. goes for any topic. But I, 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 so I like to listen to the other podcast. But that's what I'm saying is we like to pick topics that we think will be educational, like Phil said. But right. also like that I'd want to listen to. Like if someone had a podcast 
titled Muscle Building, I would want to listen to that just to hear what they had to say because it's always going to be different from what we're saying. They might hit on different like topics or corners it. of the subject and stuff like that. So it's a good topic today. That was all a summary of that. Uh, a lot of summary. <laughs> current events. I have one. Oh, here we go. It's it's a sport, kind of, so it's like sporting current uh, events. Um, there's a big fight this weekend. I guess it's not like, uh, it's not massive, massive. This isn't a real sporting it's a event. Well, a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah, I'm but, just saying. So, so people, people that are in MMA no. want to see this guy, right? This is the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your so the MMA community is really into this one. So it's Ben Askren versus Jake Paul, who's a YouTuber. It's just kind of like a publicity fight, right. I guess they you would think call it. The MMA community, because I go on the board, they think it's a joke. It is a joke. Kill that. They do, of course, they do because he's obnoxious. Right, he's obnoxious and he's talking smack about other people, other fighters. Well, he's just he's an obnoxious person. He was on the the other podcast. How is it? What's it? Is it live? What is it? It's live. Pay per view. Uh, something, something. But don't buy it. Don't give him money. But yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if it was like something, something. Of course, whatever it is. Um, but he was talking about it yesterday, and what's he making from that? Not Jay Paul, the other guy. A decent amount of money. Yeah, of course. But he's also he's smart. They think that he is smart super smart and using it all for publicity which obviously anybody would he was uh-huh. in retirement so they think he's really just twisting it and using it for publicity and he's gonna kill him once he gets in the ring because he's acted very like if you watch his training videos and like you know mma or you know boxing whatever he's mm-hmm. like very slow and when he came on the podcast the other day to talk with the brother about it he was like well i'm very slow twitch and this and that and i am very slow and like whatever but i can do this this and this he was like very uh, he was probably being honest right. but all of a sudden, like, you're watching his videos he's filming now, and he's, like, savage. Like, you could tell that he was probably faking it Because he's a good MMA before. fighter doesn't, doesn't mean he's, he's a, good, a boxer, good boxer. Which is why they did the fight, because right. realistically... More, right. But also Jake Paul, or whatever his name, Jake Paul... Jake Paul is not like he's not he's, a professional boxer. He's not no, Mike Tyson. but he likes to call like he likes now. He's like so into the sport. You know these like rich LA kids that just need to find some kind of activity. Right. That's what it, that's what I think of it. But are they I, headgear or are they open? Face? I think they're open face. Ooh. It's just going to be very interesting. I I just want him to kill him. I really do. Not like literally, obviously. No. But I would really like him to just knock him out. Like I would like to see that, and I would like to see the aftermath of how Jake handles it because he's very immature. So he won't deal well with it. He'll cry. That's mm-hmm. what he did at his brother's fight. He'll say he cheated. Yeah, it'll be a whole whole thing. So I really I really need him to knock him out. So that's my current event. So I think that's Saturday, obviously, right? You have, or if boxing yeah, fights Saturday go Saturday. Nights, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But that's uh, I entertaining. Who's, doing it, who's promoting that? Is it UFC? Is it Bellator? Is I it think it's UFC because that's where Ben fights? Askren was connected to. But I couldn't. I don't. I, I didn't do much right. research into like the whole foundation of it. I just. I don't want to invest too much into it because I'm literally, I'm going to be very upset if he doesn't knock him out and he loses. Like, if Ben Askren loses, I'm going to be pissed because so is everybody that just is a bad look. So yeah. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I don't think it will. I man- I'm manifesting Ben will he, will winning. Will be doing any Salah, Salah Cobb sword fighting too? What is that? <laughs> you know what that is. I'm kidding. I'm joking uh, about our friend. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Like Actually, fancy be, right, martial be, arts. Right. <laughs> no, that's a different type of martial arts. The fourth, you know. What do you got for us? Any uh, Yankee I'm news? Gonna, I'm just going to talk about the Yankees real fast. I mean, they're five and seven. No need to hit the panic button. Oh, um, it's still, they have a lot more season to play, Yes, right? yes, yes. They that's got what you're saying. Games, right, yeah. You know, and there's they got a three-game stint coming out in New York this weekend. All day games. The Yankees play better during the day. Well, I mean, they used to. So, but um, it should be a good run for them. They're going to be home, yeah. and we'll see. Weather's going to be nice in New York, and you know, that's it. Let's hope for the best. 
fun. I have a really good topic now that I'm thinking about it. Not that we're going to talk about it today, but it's like kind of relative to athletics. I was just going to bring it up as a current event, but we'll use it as a topic as like non-contact versus contact injuries in sports. Okay. Um, because there was a big controversy going around about that online. I won't bring it up now, but it's just, it's people still don't know the difference and people don't understand like the context, like yeah. why there's such a massive like difference why you want to define the difference between the two of them because it's really important um and it could be the difference between being conditioned and not so we'll bring that up in another podcast (laughs) i just wanted to mention it so i remember it when i re-listen to this um okay so let's dive right in muscle building um i let's just start with like the basic level so Let's talk about, like, who muscle building is good for, um, if this is your goal. It's good for everyone. And we, right. when we say it, I think sometimes, and it's getting more rare that we get the people that are like, oh, no, no, I don't I don't want a muscle build. That's not my goal. they understand it, and I think they know the concept a little differently now. Yes, it's definitely changed. And, and throughout, like, all the generations, like, it's not just now younger people that understand it. I would say even, like, the older age group right. still understands that, like, a certain level of muscle building is necessary for them. And I think that's really important because right. for a while it wasn't like that. And it was like, people were scared of weights because for whatever reason they thought that didn't match their goals. Like it was a very cardio oriented society. Correct. And I think now that it's, it's kind of come across that like, that's not the case anymore. So it can be used for absolutely anything. It's good for so many different things. Um, building muscle doesn't mean like Phil said before. Up. Like, you're not going to be a bodybuilder. Like, I have a, a client, a 68-year-old female client, and she told me the other day that she wants to build more muscle. She just started back with me. I'm like, that's great. It's, and and she didn't even, not once, say, I want, don't want to be bulky. I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. I don't yeah, want I think that look fear like is going away It's going away, because she, she's more educated. She's like, yeah, I don't feel the strength when I bend down, when I come to pick up something off the ground. People are realizing groceries, And they understand. Like, And I said, well, we're going to build functional strength. Yeah. And I said, with that, we'll build some muscle. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's very important that people understand that it's not just for show. Yeah, it's not aesthetic-based. Like, muscles are, you need it. Like, the strong men, they have it down. Like, they're strong, they have muscles. They're not as yeah. aesthetically pleasing as competition bodybuilders, but strength-wise. Strength-wise. Well, but that's the thing is, generally speaking, the aesthetic kind of muscles aren't necessarily the most functional no. and not the best for you, especially bodybuilders have all kinds of issues and balances, like, because they're building for, you know, the look that they need. So they need this perfect hourglass shape, so they're they're not working their, it's just an example, inner thighs, but they're working a lot of outer thighs, and that imbalances your hips and your pelvis and your core and a million different things. So aesthetic muscle isn't always functional muscle, but it takes so much to get there. Like that concept of, I don't want to be bulky like these, like the women that, which how many women, first of all, the sport isn't even that massive. It's become more popularized, but those divisions where those women are really massive, they they're like done now they too. don't they're, they don't really do it as much like no they brought back women's bodybuilding this year but like there's so few of them you know what i mean those divisions are small especially at the higher level so like i don't know where people are seeing that like overtly but right. it's it's just not a thing i think that's that topic right. was always silly but there to was me. like the craze like 15 years ago there was a lot of female like bodybuilders yeah no there still is no but i'm saying uh, yeah. and they like that's where they get that perception like no i know all, you but know like, how hard these people work for that muscle that was always silly to me because like you look at a person and you can't possibly think that like one of those female bodybuilders just like woke up and just lifted five pound weights one day and looked like that like you have to know the effort and food and everything else that went into that and know that it's not 
a hundred percent like I get right. some people compete naturally, but like it's not a hundred percent like natural, and it's definitely not going to be something your body type does. So like that was always a weird notion to me. I never put two and two together. I was never that person. I just my mind didn't work that way anyway. Right. I just wanted muscle, but I'm glad that that's kind of faded a little bit. But if you're someone who still thinks like that, like oh I'm going to get bulky, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. Bulky is something you have to try to get. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't work like that. Um, that's not how muscle building functions. Um. And I, I think we, t- I'm trying to remember, I always refer back to other podcasts. I think we talked about it on like the fat burning one. Right. Remember we were talking about muscle and fat layering. Yeah, they were saying, and they were saying, people yeah. think, oh, I want to replace all this fat. I want to turn it into muscle. Yeah. No. I think it might be fat burning. That we yeah, it has about to be. That. But that's, that's another good, if you want to go listen to that, I forget what number it is, um, but it's a fat burning podcast. Definitely refer back to that one. Um, if you have any of these notions that we like discuss, that will help right. with that more specifically. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's definitely for everybody the best. I would say, in in my opinion, the best kind of muscle building is the functional muscle Absolutely. building. And I think that's probably across the board. Most people yeah. would agree with that. And that was a big push like 10 years ago. And now it's still. Now it's, so it's not it's just more a push. Important. It's not just yeah. a fad. It's, no. You know, people understand. They're like, oh, wow. I was able to do this and this. And that's, you know, the muscle building functional, building functional muscle is a lot better than, you know, like Michelle was saying, the aesthetic. And what we mean when we say functional, just to define it yeah. for you guys, because I know it, it, I guess it from an outside perspective, it sounds funky. Like you're like, you understand it, but you don't. Functional really just means it could translate to things that you do in everyday life. Right. So I always like to, Phil hears me say it all the time. I always like to compare it. Like I use examples of like, you're doing a step up in the gym, right? And you're strengthening the same muscles, the same balance, the same everything is required when you do stairs. You walk up and down the stairs. With your groceries. With your groceries. You do a lunge, um, you're kneeling down, you know, to play with your grandchild, to play with your kid, to pick something up off the floor. And kneeling is something that is necessary. So it's those same mechanical, it's the same biomechanical movement. Um, squatting, obviously, something that we do every single day, probably a million times, which is sitting yeah. and standing out of a chair. Um, it's teaching you to do movements like that the proper way so that when you're actually doing them, there's a lot less like mental capacity. Like your brain automatically goes into you know, muscle memory of, hey, I'm stronger and I know how to do this movement properly. And there's a lot less risk of getting hurt, which is right. a big thing that we preach as well. We always say with functional too, we work on a lot of core stuff, a lot of core, you know, with with function on the, you know, when you're doing like obliques and yes. abdominals, and it's not just for aesthetic. Like think about if you know, like Aaron Judge when last year when he pulled his oblique muscle, he said one of the hardest things to do was to buckle a seatbelt. I know. It's think a, about how simple that is, I right? I know. Yeah. Well, but the, that, it's you don't such realize. A small, and he's a big dude, but reaching across and trying to pull that seatbelt. It hurt his oblique. Well, we always say you don't realize, like, how much you use a certain muscle group right. until it's injured. Oh, or yep. you've had, like, a back, say, like, a lower back injury. And all of a sudden you're like, I didn't realize, like, I used... Tricep, shoulder, yep. Yeah, like, I use it for everything. Like, I didn't realize the movement. So you don't yeah. really necessarily realize a lot of the muscles you obviously use every single day. But that's essentially the idea behind functional training. Right. And that's and that's a big capacity. Like, that's most of what we do every day, to be honest. Probably the majority is that kind of muscle building. Mm-hmm. So there's so much importance in strength training. And we did a podcast on that too, right? We did strength training. Yeah. So it's like that same concept, but we're going to dive a little bit more into like how to build muscle. Cause I know that's something that right. a lot of people ask all the time. Sorry, I'm hiccuping. I can't go a podcast without hiccuping. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess a good <laughs> place to start would just be like the basic foundation right. of how to build muscle. Um, so I want to start with like, well, let's see what, what the muscle's built of, built up of. 
Yes. But I also I want to like get it out of the way that you can't. So a big misconception and we've hit on this before, but a big misconception is that you can't build muscle in an area and burn fat in that area simultaneously. So or that's the wrong way to say it, but it doesn't work like that. So you can't go, I'm going to build. Oh, my God. My back of my arms has a lot of fat on it. I'm going to build the muscle in that area. It's going to eat the fat. That's like, but yeah, that's that straight people, up what no, people no, no, no. picture happening. So you can't, it doesn't work like that. Um, realistically, you're looking at all over muscle building. It's why we preach total body when it comes to strength training and things right. like that. Even if you have a goal of, I want to tone my legs, why are we working upper body? Like you need full body to be able to burn fat. It's like a total machine, right? You can't just use one half of it and right. expect the other half to work. So that's a really big misconception when it comes to that type of thing. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, um, essentially with when we're talking about building muscle, you know, you're not replacing and people say, oh, I want to turn my fat into muscle. There's no such thing because no. fat is different than muscle. Fat is completely separate in right. the body. And I yeah. guess the best way to picture it is is separate entities. Absolutely. And, you know, muscles built up of your proteins. Yes. And it's your own muscle. So right. like it, it, it picture in your head, like the muscle. So say you uh, have never strength trained before, right? Your muscle is one size. Strength training itself microscopically tears the muscle, creates little small tears right. in the muscle fiber because you've challenged it to the point where it's not, it doesn't function at that point. That's like what we call failure when it comes to right. training. You can't do another rep. Those microscopic tears, when you rest and recover and, and eat your protein, like Phil just said, amino acids, everything like that goes into building that muscle back repairing and building that muscle back stronger a little bit at a time right. so that's why pushing yourself and we'll address that and but it's not might it's not full tears it's little micro baby tear, like microscopic, said, microscopic tears. tears yes it's like when you rip a sponge it doesn't rip like little a tiny it's little really things and then it, that's why recovery is also so important because you are tearing your muscle when you're training right. you want to build that back stronger and that we build muscle outside of the gym we break it down in the gym we build it back during our recovery Go and our nutrition and everything like that outside of the gym so that's that's very important so those are two separate things so you're picturing that muscle itself building muscle doesn't just happen like it's not just forming it's building off of the muscle you already have so obviously that's not burning fat by itself but the presence of more muscle tone and more muscle quantity in your body does help your body to function more efficiently obviously right that right. seems like a very obvious statement because realistically you you build a stronger machine it's going to function more efficiently Absolutely. with the same amount that you're putting into it but in order to get to the point where you're building that stronger you need the adequate nutrition has to it has to be there so just like with fat loss and weight loss which we preach all the time your nutrition really needs to be on point in order to properly build muscle right and then a big problem with building muscle and bodybuilders know this well athletes know this well anyone who really trains and tries to build muscle as like either a sport or like aesthetic whatever knows it's really hard to keep on muscle because if your body needs hmm. the, the the fuel and you're not getting it, right? adequate protein you're not getting adequate carbohydrate energy whatever the case might be you don't have adequate fuel the first thing it's going to tap into is generally your muscle um it's that wonderful argument of anabolic versus um it's it's you want to stay anabolic. That's like a big, huge thing in the bodybuilding industry is you want to be anabolic. So basically all that means is that you're actually functioning off energy you're putting in and you're putting in the right amount of it instead of having to tap into your muscle stores and eat your muscle. Losing your muscle is a very big problem because your body doesn't want to tap into fat stores. Definitely not. That's 
harder for it. Um, so uh, being able to eat properly, recover properly, sleep enough, because if you're not sleeping enough, that's another thing that's going to go straight to your muscle. Um, you won't be able to supply it. Your body's only going to keep what it absolutely needs. Um, and it's going to go based on, you know, the day and the week of, hey, like, I, I'm trying to survive as best as I can. Obviously, if I don't need all this muscle and I'm running an extra 17 miles a week because I'm doing so much cardio, it's going to get rid of the muscle because it needs to function better to run. So right. that's another thing that like is do it. Yep. really, really important when it comes to building muscle is it has to be a consistent like pattern. It's why we stress programs, consistency, you know, logging, weekly appointments, yeah. logging, tracking your food. Tracking that's your all workouts, tracking, logging your workouts, 100 percent, logging you, you your know, strength. Because when building, you know, building stronger muscles and bigger muscles, you're going to, you know, the weight's going to increase or decrease. Yes. So you want to keep that track. So you're not like starting Oh, well, you know, I started with 95 last week, and you don't remember how your body started. Yeah. You don't remember how you performed throughout the activity. So you, little notes like, okay, I, did, I was able to do 15 with no problem, so I'm going to raise it. Yeah. You know, you're constantly improving. You're constantly adding weight or, or decreasing weight if you, yeah. if you couldn't do it efficiently. Or you notice you hurt your back during the exercise, or you weren't able to do more than five reps, so why are you losing so much weight? Yeah. Which brings us into kind of like those perfect, exactly what you're talking about, progressive overload, which is massive and probably could be a topic all by itself. But progressive overload, we did. I don't think, but I don't think it was, did we do that all by itself though? I don't think so. No, I think it was part of something. Yeah. It might've been strength training. We did a whole podcast on that, but either way. So when we look at like different factors that go into muscle building to break it down for you guys, really simply, when we talk training, because that's like the number one thing people go to when realistically it's probably more in the recovery and the eating. We'll get into that. When we talk training itself, it needs to be just like Phil said, progressively overloaded. So say you're a complete beginner. You start with body weight movements. Absolutely fine. Maybe stick with body weight movements for an entire month, as an example. Maybe two. Whatever. Um, a consistent basis where you feel like now those body weight movements have gotten right. easier. And that also helps. Like Michelle always talks about range of motion and flexibility. Yes. So that's so that's an excellent point. Because if you start with that, you, you get a great squat with no weight. You get a great chest press with no weight or light, really, really, really light weight or just an empty bar. Then when you start to progressively overload, like we talk about, yeah. you're going to have more efficient movement and your yes. muscles are going to respond better because we're not worried about like, oh, it, the range of motion is so shoddy. Well, also, exactly what you're saying, it's imbalances. So if, you, if you've if you never done strength training before, even people who have done it for years, if you've never, you know, either had an assessment or worked with a trainer or had somebody analyze your movement patterns, everyone has imbalances, everyone, um, whether it be compensations, right, left, and do- like dominance. Um, everybody has something that they just from their movement patterns every day. So when you start with body weight, you can kind of work on exactly like Phil said, breaking those movement patterns down, getting them tight before you go loading start weight. Loading, yeah. That's how people get injured. And most of the time, I would say yeah. 90% of the time, the gym injuries are from that. It's like you're going from zero to a hundred yep. and you're squatting hundreds of pounds and your movement's off and you're doing your it wrong. Hurts, you don't know how to movement. do the form. Form is another thing. It goes in, I guess, hand in hand with the bal- imbalances and compensations. But if you don't know the form and don't just assume you know the form, just because you know how to sit and stand out of a chair doesn't mean you know how to squat. It's a very different animal. So you need to get those movement patterns down pat before you go and add weight. So then once you get to the point where those are all solidified, feels exactly right. There, You want to progressively over... Now that progressively overload, sorry. Now that could be adding weight. It could also be adding reps. Right. Um, it could be changing the tempo. It could be adding, you know, right. band resistance. There's rest a pause. Rest too. pause. 
There's a literal tempo. Right. There's like a million different variations. You can look those up. There's a list of them somewhere. I mean, there's a million different lists, but there's so many different things you could do. So adding weight, yes, 100%. And I think that's the best route to muscle building, especially if you're looking for an aesthetic version. Um, probably half the people that you see, you know, on social media online, they lift heavy weights and they lift them consistently and they don't lift crazy, like... They're not doing all these crazy exercises they're promoting. They're probably just doing the basic movement patterns in progressive overload, to be honest. It's not a fancy thing. It's it's just a consistency thing, and that's what works. That's what your body responds to. It's not a different exercise every right. other day, which is Definitely also a not. point um, to make. So that's something to focus on. If you want to build muscle, focus on your look up the seven movement patterns, you know, squat, lunge, deadlift, hinge. Um, anti-rotate, rotate, like things like that. Um, look those up. There's seven of them. And focus on those compound movement um, patterns, basics, yeah. basics first, and then work on progressively overloading week after week. If you're someone who already strength trains and that's your goal, it's like you want to build muscle, we really got to focus. It's like a job. It really is. Like you have to take your workout seriously, track, like Phil said, write it down, um, write your weights down, things like that. So that's massive. And push yourself. So guys, on your sets, on your reps, push yourself to failure. It's it's something that we always term failure, mm-hmm. but it's literally failing out on the reps. Like you go to the, the point where you can't do another bicep curl. You can't lift your arms up with the proper form, obviously. But that means that you've challenged the muscle fiber enough that you your body goes, wow, I, I need to do better next time. And it has to build it back stronger, um, which leads us to the nutrition also needs to be in place. I would put nutrition, recovery, and rest, honestly, I guess I couldn't say more important than the gym, right. but just as important as the gym. Um, nutrition might be even more. Right. And post-workout, don't starve yourself. No, you need post-workout. Need think of like you've broken down. You've ha- you have all these tears in your muscle fibers now, guys. So your body's in a, in a place of a deficit of needing nutrition, needing um, fuel. Yeah. So what you put in is really going to matter. So carbs and proteins post-workout are really massively important. Absolutely. Um, if you can't, if you don't have, like, if you're not somebody who's like, well, I'm not going to bring a meal with me to the gym. Yeah, like, I'm not going to have it in my car. Pack a protein shake. Like, do or something that's bar. easy. Or a protein bar. Yeah, 100%. Protein cookie. There's a million different versions of right. supplements now. Um, so do something like that. The nutrition is massive. And remember, what we do for the rest of the day matters. You want to be getting the adequate amount of protein for your goals and for your body weight. We use a lot of it just to function on a daily basis. It's not like all every gram of that goes to your muscle. It doesn't work like that. I would say probably half. I don't, I don't, I don't know the exact scientific percentage, but I'd say half goes to just daily functioning as a human. And then maybe half goes to your muscles. So we want to make sure we're getting enough um, to be able to build muscle because that is a, that's a hard process. Like your body does all the other stuff it needs first. You know, it's trying to maintain you. It's trying to keep you alive. It's trying to keep you functioning. It's trying to fight off germs. Like that all prioritizes before muscle building, you know? So you have to be able to do the most to be able to get your body to function like that. Um, so nutrition, really necessary. Water is another Hydration. thing. Massive. Um, your body needs water. It just needs water to be able to function. So if you're not getting enough water, you're not going to be able to build extra muscle tissue because that's more of your body that, you're, that your system needs to supply. And if you're not getting enough water, it's not going to decide to build more muscle. Like Correct. it's not going to expand itself if it's not it, yep. running everything through the way it should anyway. So water is really, really necessary. You probably need more than you're drinking. I'm going to bet 10, 10, yeah. 10, 10, anyone listening, you probably need more than you're drinking. Um, 
if you sweat a lot, uh, you definitely need more because remember that comes out. If you drink coffee a lot, coffee actually is is usually a diuretic and can dehydrate you. It definitely doesn't count as yeah. water. Um, and that's that's pretty much it for water. Um, and then rest and recovery, which again, this is in no order. I think this is just as important. You don't build the muscle in the gym. You break it down. Right. And if you're not recovering aptly, like you're not actually paying attention to it, rest days. Proper sleep. Proper sleep, listening to your body, listening to, right. you know, the different um, mechanics and measurements and things like that. And being aware of when you need a rest day, when you need to take it scheduling that in knowing like hey separating your body parts if you're at a point in time where um say you work out five or six days a week i'm of the belief five days right five days whatever um i'm of the belief you shouldn't be doing total body every day especially if your goal is muscle building obviously functional training different athlete training is very different and specific um sports specific stuff but i would say in terms of muscle building you should be doing maybe more of a split up workout we call it a split, yeah. like a back day um, or a push-pull day, a leg day. So you can really focus yeah. on the effort. It's hard doing total body and trying to, like, yeah, go full out. Like, like the, old, the good old split, chest tries, back by, shoulders, yeah, yeah. calves. You can do legs, it any anything abs. that works for you, you right. know, anything that works for you. Different levels of, you know, advancement in terms of working out, like, can do different, like, splits. Um, but if you're not sure what those are, Phil just said a bunch of them. You can always yeah. Google them, look them up, how to split up, yeah, you know, split, training body splits, parts. routine splits. Highly building. suggest. Yeah. Highly suggest. Definitely, definitely recommend separating legs from all of that jazz because that is one of the hardest and most energy-sapping workouts to do. Um, so if you're not already doing that and you're looking to build muscle, especially in your legs or upper body, whatever, um, work on that. Legs is also another key and bodybuilders know this well but so do professional athletes um if you're looking to reduce body fat percentage in terms of building muscle specifically building in your legs is one of the smartest things you can do because they make up like literally more than half of your body and they're such massive powerhouse muscle groups the building muscle there can actually help you to if you're doing everything else the right way that disclaimer but if you're doing everything else the right way you can help you to process food a whole lot better and you definitely will lose body fat if everything else is in check so it's always a good recommendation to train legs guys you should be training yeah, legs everyone legs. Yep. even if you're a guy and all you do is bench press like don't do that <laughs> you yeah, want to train legs. legs yeah you need it um so that's really why everything is kind of everything's tied together and it's really really important sleep is obviously part of recovery yep. but make sure you're not just sleeping but but REM sleep like good sleep deep sleep and the amount that you need everyone requires a different amount we did yeah. a podcast on that Definitely. throwback uh that's it yeah. kind of um, supplementation would be the last thing very fast that I would just mention it, it only is required when you're not getting it from your diet the reason I bring it up is because I think from the people I've encountered most people are not right, right. they're not getting enough irons or things like that yes um, vitamin D3 there's if you look up a list of muscle building support vitamins um, D3 magnesium turmeric curcumin it's the same thing um, uh, what else? What else? What else? Vitamin C is just great for your immune system. Protein powder, obviously, if you're not getting it through your diet, I find protein powder very yep. helpful. Um, essential amino acids, I always, always recommend. I don't think people get those through their diets, in my opinion, no. especially if you're not eating like veggies and fruits and things like that. Um, so supplementation only when necessary. But vitamins, I mean, I, you can't really go wrong with vitamins. Right. Any excess of those, your body will, your dispose, body will yep. dispose of. Um, so that's always my recommendation. And I believe that's 
it. It's- that concludes our Friday podcast. Okay, guys, remember, please rate, subscribe. I know a bunch of you are subscribed. That's so awesome. Um, this way you get notified when we put podcasts out because sometimes we're we're usually on pretty good schedule, but sometimes it's yeah. a little bit off and random. Yep. Um, so uh, you'll get notified when it comes out. Leave us a rating, please. That helps us grow as a podcast. Share us. Everything like that. And thanks for listening. That's it. Have Hope a good you weekend. Have a good weekend.